when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello, mate. Hello. How are you? Well, I've I've been better. <laughs> Me too. You and I are recovering from one of the worst days of parenting yesterday. Yeah, it was one of those days yesterday. In fact, some people like also wrote in um, on our Insta to tell us some funny stories, and it made me feel so much better. I was like, thank goodness, so many people have done what I did, left the car door open completely wide open. You went to the supermarket for a couple of hours and left your passenger door completely open. Yeah, and you know what? I didn't actually put this on Insta, and I have taken these items out of the car now, but in the glove compartment was a really expensive camera and also my husband's expensive watch. Oh my god, Georgia! <laughs> so, so as soon as I got to the car, that was the first thing I did. Because, I mean, to be fair, my car looks like it's been burgled and ransacked anyway. So I was, ho- I was hoping <laughs> that they, you know, if anyone did come up to the car, they'd think, oh no, this car's already been done yeah. over, it's fine. <laughs> One of my favourite comments that somebody wrote to us was, oh yeah, that's nothing. The other day when I was dropping off my kid at nursery, I left my front door completely open and my <laughs> neighbour went, do you want me to shut your front door, love? It's like, we all do. <laughs> yeah. I know. I I stood in a room yesterday. I was in the studio at heart and a group of um, Swedish guys from, from... From Sweden, um, <laughs> came in. Who they run like a radio station over in Sweden. They came in. They're like, "It is great to be here." I won't do the accent. And I was like, "Where are you guys from?" That sounded scouse. Oh, stop! <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to give it another go. Where are you guys from? They went Sweden, and I was like, "Oh, I love Sweden. I had an amazing weekend in the capital city of Copenhagen uh, last year." <laughs> and everyone went. Um, that is Denmark and I was like okay anyway so it's great to have you here and could you go now please because I feel stupid what happens to the mum brain I don't know but I don't think um, you actually ever grow out of it because it's talking about leaving front doors open my mum still does stuff like that oh god I know my mum tells me that you never get rid of it yeah oh well that's a depressing note it's not good is it anyway so, so this so. week we haven't got a guest in the studio we thought no. we would do another Q&A because it, we hope, hopefully it went down alright last time yeah well we enjoyed doing it didn't we yeah and actually it's just really nice to get your questions yeah um, we exactly. put it up on our insta last night we had loads of questions coming so we're just going to blast through them yeah we'll do what we did last time um and just yeah just go from the beginning do you want to do you want to kick it off yeah i think this is a good place to start what's the best things you did to prepare for a newborn oh god freak out <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it wasn't necessarily the most um 
well, constructive thing that I did, but I definitely spent a long time um, feeling nervous about the fact that I was having a baby. And everyone was saying to me, oh, you must be so excited. It's it's going to be soon, isn't it? It's going to be soon. I was thinking, oh, God, oh, God. I was a bit scared. I was a bit freaked out. Yeah, I mean, I, to be honest, I actually just blanked it all out, didn't read any books, <laughs> didn't like, didn't do anything, and then like did a big panic at the last minute. Yeah. Um, but I think if I was to do it again, I probably would read lots of books. Yeah, because I think you don't want to get scared, but it's nice to have lots of different pieces of advice. Like silly things like when you change teats, like teat numbers. I yeah. had no idea about that. Yeah. Um, you know, also like signs for looking out for reflux, um, feeding, all that stuff. I think yeah. it is actually really good to know before you go into it. Yeah, I would have actually looking back liked to have done a little bit more about breastfeeding because yeah. when Luna was born and she was put on my chest, I knew that I wanted to breastfeed. But at that point I was like, I don't know what to do here. And I hadn't done any courses. I hadn't done NCT or anything like that so I felt incredibly um, underprepared at that point yeah I think it's good as well to read a variety of different books because then you can almost sort of work out before you get into it what sort of you know which book you relate to which book you sort of feel like you could follow yeah because they're so different aren't they totally and I, and I also think it's really good to get a range of things that could um change during labor exactly. I think I was probably a bit too stuck on well this is what's going to happen and it's I've done hypnobirthing and going to have her in the water and then when it all went you know to shit yeah. I was a bit freaked out so I think and if you've got like a really unjudgmental mate like yes. like your really cool mate who's had kids <laughs> go to her and have a conversation with her and just say right give it to me yeah, tell, me, exactly. tell me what could happen yeah no that's so true right let's go for an, another one um, how long did you both breastfeed for and did you feel guilty when you stopped um, guilty no I think I've spoken about that before and I definitely didn't feel guilty either time um, I never knew if I wanted to breastfeed um, at the beginning and then I did act with Axel I think Axel was about six weeks or maybe f- six weeks yeah it was like about that. six wasn't it yeah and then Gigi was a bit longer I want to say ten yeah ten weeks um, but no I never felt so much pressure to breastfeed actually um, so I didn't I didn't feel guilty and I think you just have to do what's right for you at the end of the day what about you Zoe well, firstly, I think you were really brilliant about that because you very much were, if this works, then great. And if it doesn't, well, that's great too. Yeah, So I think exactly. that, that's actually a really nice piece of advice with breastfeeding because as we've talked about before, some people find it really easy and they have a really fantastic journey. Exactly. Others, it, yeah, it's not you know, like that. It's exactly. incredibly painful and it can get a bit oozy and it can get a bit distressing. Um, with Luna, I breastfed, I had six months in my head but uh, I decided to stop at 12 weeks. Yeah. And that was purely because she got very sick. I don't know if you remember, she had bronchiolitis. I do remember. There was a period over like two days where I wasn't, she wasn't breastfeeding. We had to give her formula in the hospital. I was trying to pump. My milk supply dried up, I think, from stress. And then it was just... Luna never really got her head around it. Yeah. Um, but I did cry when I gave Luna her first bottle because Aww. I thought I was letting her down. And I think yeah. that's quite a natural thought. It is. You hear that so much, actually. Like some people even go as far as saying, when I gave um, my baby formula, I felt like I was giving um, him or her poison. poison. It's such a strange, like, I just didn't have that because I, I don't think I'd had that pressure around me. Yep. But I completely get where that comes from mm. now because mm. you do, like, you do actually hear it all the time. Breast is best, best, breast, breast is, is best. best. And yeah, I, I completely understand why people think that. Yeah. We don't agree with that comment. Oh, gosh. We no. think fed is best. Yeah. Um, with Kit, I stopped 
um, at nine weeks and I went away on a really fun holiday to Mykonos with <laughs> 15 of my mates. Did you feel guilty? I did not. Good. He was with my mum and they were having the best time ever. <laughs> and so was I. Happy mum, happy baby. <laughs> exactly. Really, um, I've got another one here. So it says screen time guilt for us and babies. This is something I think about quite a lot. And me. It's so... Particularly with me, I think sometimes I'm on my phone way too much in front of them. And so much so that the other day Axel was playing and he was going, where's my phone? Where's my phone? And I was like, oh my goodness. That's, oh that's because that's what I say. Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah. But, but I, what do you do? Like, do you give Axel your phone to watch Pepper on or Paw Patrol? I did used to, but recently I don't. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I, I feel like... When he was a little bit younger, that used to be the only thing that would be able to keep him, like, contained. So if mm. we were out in a restaurant or something, that would be the only thing that I could do that would make him sit still. Mm. But now he's a bit older, like, I'm more inclined to give him, like, drawing and colouring and, you know, all little that Little puzzles of stuff. and stuff. Yeah, because yeah. there are... But I, I absolutely did used to. And now I'm almost like coming to a bit of a u-turn where i'm struggling to get him to sit and watch tv oh really yeah like that's great though no it's really annoying (laughs) yesterday i was trying to get him to watch toy story and um i was like come on let's watch a movie and he i think after about 25 minutes he was like nah not for you nah no No. thanks but i I mean i'm i'm a big fan of screen time yeah mulan's a new favorite in our house (laughs) yeah i think she likes the strong female character in that yeah (laughs) she's like i'm mulan i'm like okay if it means you're gonna sit down for a couple of hours excellent yeah exactly I, i feel really really bad about it i do feel quite guilty about it but i'm also astonished about how long I spend on my phone like I got one of those reports that came up don't it scares me six hours and 40 minutes I was on my phone for yesterday wow and I also was presenting a radio show for three of those hours do you think like so I sometimes have a white noise um thing on my phone on YouTube does that count no to screen time no because you have to be looking at it it's something oh I'm not going to say anything really stupid here actually (laughs) anyway okay a long time both on our phones too much Kit um watches a lot uh not a lot but if I if I need him to just be quiet for ten minutes, I just give him my phone and he watches Pepper. Yeah, I mean, I think it's balance, isn't it? It is balance. It is balance. I think sometimes you've got to do what you got to do, um, and whatever you know, whatever works. Whatever for works you. for you, exactly. Um, let's do this one. How hard or maybe easy was it when the second babies come along? As I'm currently shitting it. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Oh, God. Um, I actually think it's easier when the second one comes along. I thought it was easier at the beginning, but I'm on half term this week, so I'm not in the best place to say. No, it's re- you're actually at a really tough point because you've got four-month-old baby, toddler. and Yeah, well, a three-year-old. Like, I, Is he still a toddler? I don't know. I feel like he's like a demon. Little boy. <laughs> <laughs> the little boy demon. Yeah. Um, in answer to your question, I think you know what you're doing. Yeah. Um. You. The only issue is, is that when your newborn wants to nap, before you would be able to go to sleep next to him or her. Yeah. But you've now got a, a, a fir- the first child who wants to go, you know, and rush around, stuff. do painting, da da da. So you can't nap when they nap. Yeah. So it's it, it's okay at the beginning, and then it becomes exhausting. So the only thing that you can do, I think, is ask for help. That's what I was gonna say. I think second time round, you're way more relaxed. You know what you're doing, so that's great. But then we've spoken about this before in terms. Mm-hmm of like getting your baby into a routine not everything revolves around that baby this time mm. around you've got somebody else to look after um so you can't be so like 
strict on yeah. right they nap at this time and that time and also the noise in the house there's a lot you know lots of things come into it but I do think it's more I think it's less stressful but busier yeah and I also think a really good tip is to use your partner um, and obviously, if you're if you're single parenting, then use you know mates. whoever, yeah, mates or parents or whatever who's helping you out, um, and just lean on them a little bit more. And that might mean relinquishing a bit of control because as mothers, yeah. we're programmed to kind of want to do everything. But yeah, actually, exactly. you know, with Kit, does a those two are like thick as thieves because actually, I had to give a little bit more to Luna, and then I have to kind of give them a little bit each does that make yeah, sense yeah I know I, I completely agree yeah we quite me and my husband often like split bedtime so yep. we, I bath both of them and then I usually take Gigi off for her bottle and then um, my husband usually takes Axel um to bed but sometimes we have to swap because yeah. I think oh poor Axel like yeah he probably thinks I never put him to bed <laughs> mummy doesn't love me anymore yeah exactly bless him <laughs> right what have you got Jean? um I've got here how do you make time for you and your partner date nights seem too much effort oh Oh, God. And they are. Yeah, I feel really bad about this, actually. When Gigi was first born, we actually made a real effort to go out on a date night. Like, not once a week, because that's a lot. I think it was probably once every other week. But we haven't for ages, because we've been so busy. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, we never go out. We, no. we just do not go out yeah. because we live out of town and, you know, if we've been working in the day, we just get back because we want to do bath time, we want to do bedtime and then we're there, yeah. you know, we're there together. So even though we try to find the magic within the mundane, yeah. it's oh, that's nice. I like that. sometimes not possible. And, you know, we pretty much, I'll be really honest with you, cook our food go down to our bedroom with our trays oh my god I can't believe I'm saying we're like <laughs> nanny and granddad and we we sit and try and have like a little date in the bedroom it doesn't necessarily always work we just end up watching Netflix but there's something in that intimacy there where we've shut the door and let everybody else well the children just fend for themselves yeah yeah I mean we um I, I do cook a meal most nights yeah I'd say like 90% of the times I cook a really nice meal and we'll sit down and we do that um but I do like going out. Yeah, me too. And and we did it last week. Oh yeah, you did. You went to we went dinner in the cinema. We no? went to dinner in the cinema. We proper had a date. We had a proper date. I mean, to be honest with you, I fell asleep in the cinema. But the actual <laughs> act of getting dressed up and going out—if you can do it once a month, do it. Look yeah, forward to it and enjoy it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, what's this one here? Let tell us about your fave beauty products for tired faces. Ah, oh, yes, I like this yes, one. Yes, I love this one. Right, I'm going to kick us off here because I have discovered a brand new oil which I'm using nightly it's called Oskia oh yeah I love Oskia yeah it is a restoration oil yes and you know it is a little bit punchy I think it's between 60 and 70 quid but it has lasted you only need a couple of drops and it's lasted me for months and months and months I really love using oils at night I think they they relax you for bedtime yeah and they're really hydrating as well so that's that's what you need especially at this time of the year yeah big time Um, do you know what one thing for me and I I learned about this product from Megan Stevens when she came on the podcast the Maybelline Eraser Concealer oh yes it is incredible I think I'm I've been a bit of a beauty snob I'll hold my hands up um having worked in beauty for a long time I just sort of became not accustomed I I sort of to having really high-end products oh you snob you no I have like I have (laughs) because you know like when you work in that industry you, you know you get to try loads of stuff and you just that's just what you use um but I have bought this product twice now and I saw in Superdrug today they're doing two for 12.99 and it is 
absolutely fantastic. And so that is what I'm going to be doing now. I'm going to go around to um, Super Dragon Boots and buy some um, high street makeup and I'm yeah. going to try it out and I'm going to let you all know. Oh, yeah. I love this from you, G. <laughs> um, and just one more. I am a real fan of Elemis. I love Elemis. And I've just bought their Thousand Flower Mask which um, it's just a really good hydrating mask, basically. I, I like, I love to do a mask once a week. Yeah, I think um, hydration is probably really, like, it's probably the most important thing when you're tired because when your skin is dehydrated and tired, it looks like, you know, grey and whatever. And, and you can see the fine lines more. Exactly. Yeah, it So makes anything sense. with hydration is great. Um, what have I got here? My two-year-old refuses to go to bed at night since moving to a toddler bed. Any tips for this? <laughs> right. Hmm. Okay. Um, so this is a tricky one. Um, I didn't have the issue with Luna because Luna was desperate to get into oh, a big yeah, girl's bed. Oh, yeah, she was, wasn't she? So the only thing I can say to you is, is it's all about positive language around the bed. Yeah. So, for example, you're in a big... Is it, was it a little boy? Um, my toddler toddler I yeah don't, we don't okay know. you're yeah. in a big girl's bed or a big boy's bed and you know you you're, you're you know you're a grown-up now and this yeah. is what this is what big people do they sleep in so change the language around it so it's like it's fun it's fun and it's uh, you know comforting and it's safe and you know as as they become older that kind of language is all about positive affirmation yeah it at is. that point and also if they're old enough i think a reward chart is a really really good way of definitely doing it. we just started that pom-pom jar so i literally yeah. went to hobbycraft bought some pom-poms um and then two like in, fa- in fact i got the jars in home bargains um so i've got three jars one for Gigi, one for Axel, and then one that holds all the pom poms. And every time Axel doesn't get out of bed, um, like if, you know, in the evening or whatever, yep. he gets to put a pom pom in the jar. jar. It's a brilliant yeah. idea. And then they get a, pri- a prize or a present at the end of it. Exactly. Although it hasn't worked out that great because Axel now sleeps in the spare room in a double bed because yep. he's decided that his bed isn't big enough for him. No, you see, he's a big grown up now. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, sex or an extra two hours sleep? Or actually, an undisturbed trip to the loo. I mean, I can, you know what I'm going to say. Definitely an extra two hours sleep. <laughs> um, can I do both? Can I? Can One I, hour sleep. Can I have? I don't need an hour to have sex. <laughs> I mean, seriously, the the art of a quickie I have mastered. I feel like you need to have a bit of sex because sex makes me sleep better. So I would I would have a, a four minute quickie followed by a fifty six minute nap. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean a one hour, one 50, hour, fifty six minute nap. nap. Yeah, I mean that that sounds like a good. I can do it all right. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Um, I went back to work full time and felt like I was shamed for still wanting my career. Did you have this? Oh, I hate this. I hate she yeah, felt that. I, I feel know. so sad for her. So do I. Um, it's so difficult, isn't so it? So I didn't, I didn't feel it from everybody else. I think I felt it from myself. Yeah. I think I felt that I went through this wave of emotion where. I knew that I wanted to get back to work and I knew that I love I love my job I absolutely love it and I always tell the kids that all the time but when I am away from them I feel guilty um, and I can't shift that guilt I try really hard to kind of leave it alone yeah. Luna started doing this thing now when I step out of the door for work she's like don't oh. leave me mummy See, that's I'm the like, worst, oh, isn't god it? I feel horrendous yeah she's fine the minute I step but I think I think going back to work you for me, it's about going back to do a job that you love. Yeah, or exactly. Or starting a business that you absolutely love. Because if you're going to spend time away from your children, you've got to love it. And sometimes you've got to. Like, we say this all the time. Yeah. Like, there is no choice. Like, yeah. most of us um, now, both parents have to work, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so, 
I think you can't feel guilty about something if it makes you feel good, yeah. firstly. Or you have to do it. Or you have to do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I didn't feel guilty when I went back with Axel because I felt really ready, yeah. actually. Like, mm. I was ready. I think Axel was about 13 months old, something like that, and I did feel ready. Um, but now it's weird because I keep thinking about going back to, you know, my normal job. Um now I've got both of them and now I remember like now I see how quickly it goes I'm suddenly like oh I don't don't know how I feel about this so we'll see speak to me in May (laughs) (laughs) we'll come back to you in May G I I really like this question how do you manage to do all of the house chores life admin as well as having busy jobs this is a conversation that is never really spoken about because as women we're supposed to be super mums oh no it's fine I do it all you know I do everything I don't have any help I have a lot of help in terms of we've got a three-day a week nanny, yeah. the lovely Lucy, who's a complete life changer. It costs an arm and a leg, but if I was to put two of them into nursery, it would cost double that. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Um, so, you know, I have to, I work, I get paid, and half of that goes on, you know, childcare. Um we have a cleaner that comes in once every three weeks. In the mean, you know, in the middle of all of that, yeah. Dozer and I are really hands-on at home. We work really hard at keeping the house, you know, tidy and nice and clean and everything else. But I'm not going to spend an hour in the evening cleaning the bathroom. No. I'll just give it a quick wipe round with one of my wet wipes. Yeah. And then just get on with it. I have to say, I, I'm rubbish. Like, I'm fully rubbish at keeping the house tidy <laughs> and clean. Like, rubbish. Which really surprises me because you're such a control freak. But it's, it's like, it's weird. Like, I'm organised and yeah. controlling in lots of parts of my life. But in that part, I'm just not. Not bothered. Like, no, it winds me up. I get to a stage, I'm like, it, I let it build up, build up, build up, build up. And then I go on some mass, like, <sighs> and like scrub everything. But I just can't be bothered. Like, I look at, I mean, ironing. I, I haven't actually got oh. the ironing board out since I moved into my house. We haven't got an ironing board. No, I mean, uh, do you know what? Don't worry about it. Yeah, I think House, all... Housework is just rubbish. I, I agree, actually. I think when you have kids, housework... Just, yeah, just bottom of the got, list. You know, if you're busy and you 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 know you actually want to spend some time chatting to your partner at the end of the day, yeah. why would you want to clean the kitchen or no, mop exactly. the floors? Just I've actually them. got a good tip, which I've only just started doing. Go so, on. you know, putting clothes away is like a massive chore isn't oh, God, it I that, know. I did it's it like my night. worst thing so what i've done now is i've got a basket in Gigi's room a basket in axel's room i've got a basket in my room and obviously my husband's got a separate basket and so if i've taken all the washing down like off of the clothes horse or whatever folded it all up if i can't be then bothered to then go and put it all away in one go i just put all of the clean clothes in the separate basket and then it becomes <sighs> a separate job so then it's not like just on a chair and then falling you know and then it just ends up on the floor doesn't it yeah. It's actually in a separate little basket. Should I start calling you Maria Kondo? Maybe. It's a brilliant <laughs> tip. I love that. Just get a load of baskets just, around your house just, and just shove just loads of clothes shove in there. everything in a basket or <laughs> failing that under the bed. <laughs> um, do you ever feel like you're not drowning in your own life? I love this question. Not drowning or drowning. Well, she's put, do you ever feel like you're not drowning? But I feel like that means, just that's like a double negative, isn't yeah. it? So do you ever feel like you're absolutely nailing it? No. No, me neither absolutely not no I, I said to my husband the other day I don't feel like I'm doing any part one part of my life well at the moment oh, you, you're smashing motherhood I don't feel like I'm doing any of it right right now Georgia you are no I, that's really kind of you but I, uh, I feel a little bit like what you're just doing everything at mediocre just, yeah, yeah exactly but I think that sometimes like we said you sort of have to share yourself don't mm. you between all the different mm. um, aspects of your life and that's kind of how it's got to be for a bit well, we love you. Aww. I feel like I have never been this stressed. 
Yeah. My stress levels are really high. We've had a really stressful summer and there was a lot of moments of feeling like I was going to drown. This is quite personal, so... Mm to share this but my husband obviously retired from rugby yeah the the pressure of everything is on my shoulders yeah whilst he starts a new career and I've just been trying to do it all and as a result I feel incredibly frazzled was like neglecting me you know just god forbid I took an hour out for myself to even like have dinner with my mates or like go dancing I, yeah. I went to Ibiza for three days which was incredible it's what I needed but that's basically been it for 18 months since Kit was born yeah you have so, been working really hard yeah and I do love it but I just feel like like, I would love somebody to come along and go, you can go to the Maldives for a week. Yeah, just just have like an actual I just want to read a book. Yeah. yeah no, and, oh my gosh, when's the last time you read a book? I don't think I can read anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Who can help us with that? <laughs> yeah. Can anyone teach us how to read? Um, what would you do with three hours to yes. do yourself? You, you kick us off, you kick yeah. us off. Oh gosh, do you know what? I am such a fan of like pampering. I would take myself off to a spa on my own. In fact, I'm actually going to do this soon. Um... I would just take myself off to a spa on my own and have someone massage me for three hours. Oh, God, yes. But I can't think of any better than that. Would it be a man or a woman? <laughs> a man. <laughs> would In fact, be... I don't really care. Dog, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm not bothered. I'm not fussy. Just somebody that's just, good with their hands. Just somebody. <laughs> I just close my eyes. That is what I would do for three hours. And have a blow dry after so I didn't have to wash oh, my hair. I say something else. <clears throat> blow dry. Great. I know you did. What would, would you, you do with do? three hours to treat yourself? Um, this is weird, but I used to love skiing. Oh, wow. I used to love skiing when I was single. I didn't have kids. We used to go on like amazing ski holidays. I yeah. did a, I did a season in a French ski resort and I just haven't been skiing for four years and I just want to go. So, so you'd go skiing for three hours? I'd probably go for an hour because I want to do stuff with the other two hours. <laughs> Facial. Facial, yeah. I am going to go and have a Murad facial. Oh, nice. Um, in two weeks. So I'll let you know nice. how that is. And then probably um, just an hour in a bar dancing. Yeah. I love dancing. Yeah, I do, but I'd still rather just be massaged for three hours. <laughs> That's the difference between me and G. <laughs> it is. Um, okay, is there a right age gap between kids? We had our precious first. Um, had our precious first, but when is the right... Oh, yeah, okay. Is there a right age gap between having your children, basically? I don't think there is. Mm. I think it, it's hard any way you do it, mm. isn't it? Because you think... Like you, you, um, Luna and Kit are how nineteen months, nineteen months, which is quite close together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always think, oh, I don't think I could deal with two in nappies, right? But when I see them now together, I'm like, oh no, that's so nice, it's lovely. Yeah. Um, and then I think about Axel and Gigi; they're three years apart almost. I don't know. Like it's easier in some ways, but harder in others. Yeah. Like I think the thing that I didn't think about um, was. The childcare situation. Yeah. So obviously with Axel, he's at school now. Yeah, so, he is. Well, preschool. Preschool, preschool. Yeah. So you've got Axel at preschool for a lot of the days and yeah. then you've got Gigi at home with you. Obviously, you've got to go and do pickups and drop-offs and stuff. Yeah. But I, I had two under two at home. Yeah. And I found, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And, 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 at least if you wait a little bit and you know, one of them can be out for a bit of the time yeah, doing nursery. Yeah, yeah exactly. maybe that might be easier. But to be honest with you... It's, it swings and roundabouts because, like you say, you had both of them at home. I sometimes think, oh, I wish I didn't have to drop Axel and pick him up because we could just go out for the day. Yes. You know, like, it's things like that. We're yeah. quite restricted. I mean, there. I just... I think either way, it's like... It's, it's hard. Yeah, it's going to be hard <laughs> and it's never going to be perfect, so... Just got to do what you got to do. You've just got to get on with it. <laughs> exactly. Um, I like this one. Would like to know about your diets. What do you guys eat and cook? 
Oh. Carrots and hummus? I feel like you're asking me this at a bad time. Why? Because I'm I'm actually I've never been really unhealthy ever. Ever, ever, ever. I'm not like a person that binges on chocolate and sweets and crisps and all that. I just don't. But I don't um I eat all the carbs that I want to eat. I eat pasta probably three or four times a week. Um Do you? Yeah, definitely. I'm just not a like don't know. I just eat wholesome. Yeah, I was going to say I, like, I'm like a wholesome eater. You don't eat any processed food. I don't. G- Georgia's a cook. No. She's a cooker. Yeah, <laughs> range master yeah. or an argo, whichever. <laughs> You're an argo. You're a slow burner. <laughs> um, yeah, you love you. You love all the cooking. So you cook from scratch. Yeah, every, home cooked meals. Yeah, every, every night. night. But I do. I am at a stage now where I'd quite like to lose a bit of weight. So I probably will start changing it up a little bit. Okay. But like, so last night. I had salmon, um, edamame beans, brown rice, broccoli, and then I sprinkled some veggie and made a little dressing. That sounds it. delicious. So that is healthy. That is quite healthy. Okay. What about you? Um, George, Georgia and I, I'm not married to you. <laughs> Dozer and I do, well, Dozer's keto, so Dozer doesn't eat any carbs at all. He's doing this new thing where oh he puts his goodness. body into ketosis. I'm not doing that because that's that's sounds intense and good but he's he was 125 kilos when he finished playing rugby so he's now shifted nine kilos already so he's just trying to he's so big so different isn't it it's like yeah so i just try and be keto with him in the evenings which means i don't eat any carbs so we'll either have like spicy chicken stir fry without any of the rice or noodles yeah we'll have you know teriyaki salmon with green veg last night we had a steak i didn't eat the steak bit but i just had all the veg to be honest with you just i just keep it really simple like you but i'm not like a wholesome like i've just knocked up this little lasagna (laughs) you know or i wouldn't have a clue how to make lasagna and we wouldn't eat pasta we would never eat pasta at home the kids do but we we don't see i I love pasta i like make seafood pasta lots my husband stopped eating meat ages well i feel like yeah it's ages ago in april this year yeah and is 80 percent vegan but since he's been back playing again he started eating fish again. But if you're trying to shift weight, or at least if you're trying to keep your kind of weight at a sort of, you know, even, even kill. Look, I don't like diets. I think no. diets are absolute sh- rubbish. Yeah. So, but I do believe in um, clean, healthy, non processed food. So, and do if you I, can yeah. do carb free in the evening if you're trying to lose a bit of weight or you're trying to maintain, I think that's quite a good tip. Yeah. When I'm trying to lose weight, I will cut down on the carbs and the cheese. That's, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. But also, you and I train. I mean, I train pretty hard. People yeah, ask me about our exercise. I train three or four times a week if I can, um, and I'll do a blaze class or I'll do a hit session or I'll do some weights. So we like we do. Yeah, yeah. I always do a little circuit. Yeah, like we used to always do Alexia <laughs> Clark um, on Instagram. Whilst we trying to, not to pee ourselves. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it it's all about balance. It isn't is. It? So, um, what prams and car seats did you use? Um, I use a maxi cozy. Yeah. Love a maxi cozy car seat, um, and I have currently got for Kit. I can never say it right. Is it the the Joy? The, oh, Joy. The Joy. Joy. It's a French brand. Um, I'm not sure if we're saying it right. G O I E. J O I E. Sorry, yeah. J. It's <laughs> <laughs> good start. J O I E, and it's a swivel one, and it's amazing. We it love is. that one. It's really good because you know you're sort of like struggling around trying to get them in. This one, you just um, pull up a lever and swivels around you, and then he faces you. Yeah, so I'll definitely really be getting a swivel one when yes, I'm it's amazing. Out. And then pram wise, we've used the um, Bugaboo Donkey Twin. Oh yeah, that's a good one. But I'll be on. It? it is good, but it's very heavy. 
Yeah. And to be honest with you, I probably would have been better off getting a single bugaboo with a board on the back. Yeah, that's Because Luna so doesn't true. want to sit in it and it's yeah. a bit of a waste now. Yeah. Although I mean, you can make it into a single pram. Yeah, it is. And then you've got a good bit of storage, haven't yeah. you, on the side. I use the Duna car seat for Gigi, which I go on about all the time. It's probably the best thing I have, <laughs> which is a basically a car seat and then you can flip wheels out. Oh, it's, it's so good. Incredible. Um, and then her buggy, I use a Baby Zen yo-yo. Do you? Um, it's the lightest thing. I mean... I had an eye candy with Axel, which I, you know, I can't fault. It was really great, but I think what are they? Twelve hundred quid. The um, baby Zen yo yo is four hundred quid, and I'm still using Axel's. At, at almost, you know, he's three. He's three years. You're still old. using the baby Zen. But if I if I was going to take Axel out, yeah, I'd, he's got a baby Zen. Yeah, you know, if we're going to a shopping center or something where I yep. literally need to keep him contained, we could strap him in that. I'm always really jealous when I see you with that because I feel yeah. like that's the one thing that's missing from our lives. Like if I ever come into London with Luna. It's like a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, they are so good. And really, like, you can, if you have one from newborn, they'll probably still use them at four. Yeah, like, amazing. It's incredible. Amazing. And for travel. So, yeah, can't speak highly enough of those. Um, how long does the newborn stage last with literally no sleep? Well, first of all, Ella, we're oh. sending so much love to you because yeah. that newborn stage, it's hell. It is hell, actually. <laughs> uh, uh, my only tip to you is see it as like, the most incredible endurance exercise that you've ever been through. <laughs> yeah, that's Just try true. and channel all of the inner strength that I know that you've got inside and just get through. Obviously, there's going to be moments of joy where you're having this incredible bonding time with baby, but the majority of it is... It's like survival mode, Survival isn't it? mode, exactly, yeah. yeah. I think you just have to... I mean, it sounds so, so easier said than done, but almost just look after yourself. Don't... During the day, don't put yourself under any pressure. You know, if you don't want to get dressed or go out or whatever just mm. relax you just listen to your body just so you can get through it yeah and also it is nice to have like one mate to sort of hang around with but don't don't clutter up your time no with people coming to visit and did it because you end up then hosting them exactly um and you're exhausted so like sleep when baby sleeps like georgia said if you can get a bath in you know just see it as like a holiday where you spend the majority of your time in your like loungewear and yeah. don't leave the house yeah no i completely agree and also it, it to answer your question it doesn't actually last that long like in the in the grand scheme of things it really doesn't last that long so it, it will come to an end I yeah promise. i would i say always say get to 12 or 14 weeks and things start to get better oh yeah but i mean i'd say now? earlier than that um Gigi's 16 weeks now but you know she's been sleeping for a long time so yeah. it, it does i promise you it will click and it will all change hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Oh, God. Do you have good relationships with your in-laws? Honest truth, mine drives me batshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, God, this is so hard to be what honest. If what if they listen? This? To be honest, mine are all right now. Like, they're, you know... That is fine. You don't really see them that much, though, do you? Well, we see them. We see them like once a week um, at football. Um, they've got lots of grandchildren, so they're used to like yeah. the chaos and stuff. They're just like they're great, really. Yeah, I get on really well with Doz's dad. He lives in Scotland. Um, he we don't see him that much, but the kids absolutely adore him. When we do go up there, we have a really lovely time. But I think I think the message is you have to set boundaries with them. Yeah, and it's okay to be like, look, you can't come round all the time, actually, because I don't, you know, I've got things to get on with, and you can't just keep popping in because there's nothing worse than an in-law that just won't go away. Yeah, so exactly. So I think if you can kind of set the boundaries because they're finding their feet as a new grandparent, and also, you know. They, they, they're trying to be helpful but as a result it can be quite irritating so I think it's absolutely okay for you to say in a kind way look can you can you just stop coming around so much and just kind of give yeah. me a bit of space and I'll call you when I need you also I think it's yeah I was going to say it's actually difficult for them sometimes you've got to think about it like my um, husband's mum my what, yeah she, yeah my She's mother-in-law mother gosh I'm so bad with no, things like that worry. I'm suddenly like my 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 husband's sister's child what your niece yeah <laughs> yes. niece <laughs> I'm not very good at the family tree so sorry about that um yeah so my mother-in-law has got three daughters so her relationship with her three daughters is going to be very different to her relationship with me and I sometimes think she probably doesn't know what she what she can say to me and what she can't, she can't. say to me yeah um, so I, I think I've probably been guilty in the past of being a bit like, no, no, you know, like a bit yeah. snappy. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to not be like that actually. Did any stuff come up about your mum, about your relationship with your mum when you had your kids? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm super, super close to my mum. Um, but like most of my friends are as well, like really, really close to their mums too. So. I've all that's all I've ever known really is people be really, really close with their mums. Mm. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, sometimes like my husband will be like, "Oh, you tell your mum everything," and I'm like, "Yeah, well, I know." But I've, I she's always, my mum. She's my mum. Yeah. I always have done. And yeah. then I think about Gigi, and I think I'd love you to have that with me. Mm. So, yeah, I just think it's really interesting when you have when you become a, a parent yourself because you start looking at how your parents brought you mm. up and all of the stuff that they did that, that yeah. you wouldn't necessarily do with your kids. It's all. It's all. You, you, you just realise in life. I think I've got more respect for them because definitely. they were just definitely winging it like we are. Yeah. And I think I went through a period of really beating them up about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, like especially my mum. Oh well, you know, you did this and you did that. It's like, well, she was only just trying to get through. Yeah. There wasn't an exception for her. Like Absolutely. we're all just trying to do our. Yeah. I feel bad. Yeah, oh gosh, I I think about things I did as Love a teenager you, and I think, oh my goodness, how yeah. how do I remember my dad actually smashing my phone up and putting it in the bin once and I thought he was the worst person in yeah, the whole world. It was. I mean I've probably done something I mean I had done something dreadful. Um What was it? <laughs> I mean there was a lot of things. Um Yeah, but it's interesting. Yeah, now I look at him I think, Oh my goodness, I put you through so, so much stress much. and I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. sorry. Um, This is great. Did your body shapes change post-pregnancy and did you reinvent your wardrobe? Yes. 
My hips have got so much wider. The hips don't lie. <laughs> they have. Was that song? Uh, Shakira. What is it? Um, Come on, Georgia. <laughs> I can't remember it now. You you got me out of my fly. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, but yes, my hips are a lot wider. <laughs> They're, I mean, you've got it. You've got it. It's like, you, you're beautifully curvy. But yeah, I mean, I can't get my trousers on at the moment. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you? Yeah, my body definitely did. Um, obviously, I talked about my boobs. Yes. The empty chicken sacks. They As are. we lovingly call them. The empty them. chicken fillets. They just look like a couple of chicken fillets like flopping around in a sack. It's really upsetting. <laughs> You're laughing, but you, you are actually... I am going yeah. to get my boobs done. Yeah. And I'm not ashamed to admit it. I feel like it will make me feel more confident. Yeah. And it's not just about how I look, it's about how I feel. And also, I think, I don't know if anyone else ever feels this, but because I breastfed, when my husband... Now, I used to really love him, like, you know, giving my boobs a bit of a... Suck. Is that a weird thing to say? But you know, like, just that was a, an erogenous zone. And now when he does that, I feel, oh, I look at, I look down at it and I'm like, my child sucked that boob. Can you get off it, please? Yeah. So I think if I have my boobs done, I know it's a big operation, but I have been thinking about it since Kit, then it will take away that feeling of breastfeeding and maybe make me a bit, a bit more confident. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mine are, as I'm sort of losing weight, mine are sort of. Not great now. No, it's no. it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, it is really hard actually. And also, I noticed in training yesterday that when I was I was doing like a bag slam, yeah. I looked at my stomach and I saw in the mirror that I've got a dent. And you know, I did this post on the fact that I had, um, I had that. Is it called diastate rectus? Rectus diet? No, that's is rectus. It's rectum your bum. It's basically when your abs don't join together, right? Diastasis recti. That's Diastate, it. Yes. Thanks, Simo. And I had closed back up and unbelievably my abs have separated again so that's really annoying because yeah, I thought that, that they'd annoying. gone back together but I've now got a finger where I can put a finger down between my abs yeah but that's that's why you have to go for mummy MOT because then they tell you the exercises to do uh-huh. because that is so common that mm. happens so 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 much because mm. if you do start doing the wrong things you think you you think you can just do what you used to do before yeah um, and then obviously you realise that you can't and has your food gone back to normal <laughs> actually yeah 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 I would say this time definitely has it yeah no issues at all no so great G well done have you been doing your pelvic floor exercises <laughs> yes. have you I've got an LV oh my I, god I don't use it that much oh my god can I is it no you I'll can't get my own borrow one. it you definitely <laughs> can't borrow it no I want an LV <laughs> yeah get one I okay. mean I'd love to say I do it every day I don't and I'd really like to because um, I do think it works but it is important to use to do your pelvic floors not using it as well okay so yeah okay great yes can we do this one yeah I don't know what it is yet. Oh, gosh. How do you find friends? Where to find them? Feel so lonely after having my second child. Oh, oh that makes me pickles, sad. Pies. Um, That's her name. I think that is really difficult, especially when you're having your second child, because everyone goes, well, not everybody, I didn't, but people go to groups as a new mum, don't they? And you go on that journey of becoming a parent together. But yeah, with number two, it's it's more difficult. Um, we've spoken about it before, but Peanut, the app, that's great for finding like-minded mums. I keep meaning to do it. Like, I've actually set up a profile and think, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this because I love the concept, but I haven't yet. I don't want you to find another friend. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to find another friend. What, another you're soulmate? Only, you're only allowed one, <laughs> all right? 
Look, you can. You can get a couple of more. Couple more, but <laughs> couple of friends. No, no, I'm joking. That I think. Yeah, I think it's a really nice thing to do. I think yeah. our advice would be get out and about to like mummy groups. Yeah, definitely. Parenting groups. You know, the gym. Just join. I was going to say things. things like the gym or doing things that you enjoy is mm. probably like is the one of the best things to do. Like if you enjoy yoga or if you yeah. enjoy you know whatever, then go into a class. Yeah, you meet people there, don't they you? They do. Um, oh, it's like mummy and me fitness classes where they do them outside and you can yeah. take the baby in the pram and you can go out and do some exercise outside out and about and that's a really good way of meeting new people I it think is. and also if you see someone I know it sounds ridiculous because this is the sort of thing that I did when I was single if I saw hot guys on the tube I'd be like hey <laughs> I'm such a creep aren't I <laughs> you are I really am. but if you see like a, a, like someone who looks nice and smiley and who or maybe looks a bit lonely in a coffee shop like we did yeah, just speak to them because you never know what's going to happen exactly. be brave and what's the worst that can happen really they're a bit rude well then that's their problem isn't it it's not yours exactly and failing that will be your mate <laughs> yeah we will we love to hang out with you exactly when did you feel like you had your body back felt like me again postnatally um do you want to answer first? do you feel no i don't feel now no, okay definitely not i don't feel like i've got my body back at all um as i said i can't fit in my trousers <laughs> And I haven't got any of my winter clothes out from last year yet because I don't want to because it would depress me. Oh, Which don't is be depressed. No, I would I know exactly, but I just do things to stop myself from feeling like that. That's really you know, good. Like just don't, just just don't try them on yet. Just yeah. just don't. So buy yourself, you know, a couple of new pairs of jeans. Like from I'm wearing Tesco ones today. So yeah. like you know that sort of thing. Just buy a couple of cheap pairs that will see you through. Um, you might never get back in them that's the thing isn't it your body changes you might never get back into them and then that's great because you can buy some more clothes well exactly but also you might like exactly like yeah. like you just said you literally took the words out of my mouth you might never want to slash can get back into those clothes again and, and you might be absolutely okay because you might feel great in your head and and mind but that yeah. might not be at a size 12 anymore exactly or a size 10 or whatever it is yeah. that's absolutely fine too whatever makes you feel good whatever yeah. size you're at as long as you're comfortable with that and happy and have the confidence in t- inside it's about it is totally about how you feel yeah completely Do, yeah. when did you feel like you again nine months nine months yeah it's nine months in nine months out pretty much I think about yeah. that nine months a year but I just feel fit again and I think yeah. you know I'm happy to run apart from the pelvic floor issues the sprinting on the treadmill all the hit classes that I do I feel I feel fit yeah I, I, I really think exercise can make you feel so much better I didn't exercise for a week last week and I went back yesterday mm. and I felt my mood lift yeah. like I, I it's, it's unbelievable what that does but that's I mean that doesn't happen for everybody you know some people don't like exercising but I think sometimes you've got to find something that helps make you feel you again but I feel like I feel like maybe that's because they haven't found their sort of niche within the training like yeah. you don't have to go to the gym and lift weights no, or no, no, you know no. sprint on the treadmill or do a class just find something that soothes your soul yeah, and exactly. makes you feel good but I do believe that exercise can cure a lot of demons so- so do I yep. absolutely I never really got that whole thing before I just used to do exercise I just go to the gym because like mate, I thought it used to help me look better in a dress but since having children I found that to be that probably the single most important thing to making me feel okay yeah like that's that's my hour to just 
go off, escape. Like, also, don't take your phone. I think that's quite important as well. Like, don't take your phone with you. Yeah, leave um, it. Yeah, and just like, just run or just yeah. do whatever. Or go for a walk. Yeah, walk, go to a dance class, just do something. That take you... a flask of wine with you. <laughs> <laughs> Someone sent a message going, Zoe, how do you stay so slim? Because you drink wine every week. And I, <laughs> yeah, love, I saw that. I, I love I, that. Can I just make a point here? I know I joke about it on Instagram, but I do not drink wine every single night of the week. <laughs> do you know what I loved? Someone, someone messaged in like, I loved on your episode where you said you don't really drink much. And then every night you were sat there drinking. That did make me laugh because I hadn't even thought of that. I was like, oh, that is brilliant. I probably drink three times a week and I only have three quarters of a glass of wine. I joke about it, glug, 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 but I'm not a wino. <laughs> Um, and actually, yeah. I didn't drink all weekends. I had, I've, I've drunk this. I've had two, two. I've drunk twice this week. Yeah. So it's what day not, is it? Tuesday. No, I'm <laughs> it's Thursday. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't. I definitely don't drink every single night of the week, and I always have a glass of red wine. I think white wine doesn't suit me. It makes me feel a bit icky. But yeah. Yeah. I'm not that much of a boozer. <laughs> lies, lies. Um, what are the best hair products to use after having a baby? I love this one. Yeah, is this hair? Do you think this is hair loss or? Well, I mean, or just in general. Do you remember my weird fringe <laughs> that was growing out the front and all the tufts at the back? And you had it too. I did. <laughs> I did. So I didn't want a fringe. No. Thanks very much. Yeah, I know. Thanks. Thanks for showing me what I'd look like. <laughs> um, so I love the Living Proof hair products. Ah, I me think too. They are incredible. Um, I believe in spending a little bit of um, money on hair hair products like yeah. I, I just haven't found any high street ones that i really 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 rate if i'm honest with you but the living proof products are really great we also love kerastas yes sort of 20 22 quid a pot but they do last you don't have to use that you can you use like a 20p piece size in your hat you don't have to like cake it on no exactly and also a lot of these products um sort of help you not have to wash your hair as much yeah and that's i think after having a baby if your hair is thinning or you know you've got the bits of baby hair around it's about looking after your hair more i think that's that's sort of what it is isn't it like Mm. we look after our skin we put all of these expensive creams on our skin well our hair is a huge part Mm. of how we look and feel so yeah yeah just look after it yeah i'd say yeah. Um, so I've had quite a few messages on here about Gigi's sleep routine. Gigi's sleep routine, did she naturally stop wanting night feeds or did you do something? And I think someone else said like, oh, Gigi sounds like a great sleeper or something yeah. like that. Um, I, it sort of happened quite naturally. She was quite a good sleeper from, from the start, really. But I was very um, mindful of teaching her night and day from day one. Like, absolutely, for the day she got back from the hospital, as soon as it was dark, especially because it was the summer, we'd close all the shutters in the house and it would be dark. So even though she was up with us at 7 o'clock you know it would be like shut down yeah. so like we'd we'd speak you know very quietly we'd we'd have everything quite hush hush and that was probably TV? uh yeah but on quite like quite quiet we just create a bit more of a there would be a definite transition okay that was all it would yeah. be definite day tonight yeah um so doing all the daytime feeds by the window yeah curtains open exactly yeah. chatting singing all of that and then nighttime was definitely like this is nighttime now yeah. and i think that's probably the thing that um taught her quite early the difference between day and night um and sleep routine now is is good again um but obviously it just changed so she i've give, gone back to giving her three hourly bottles during the day um because she is little and i think she needs the milk when's her last bottle um it's like well 6 30 she was asleep by 6 30 and then night. when's her next bottle 
The next morning, 7am. I mean, that is incredible. So, so she's not having any feeds at all at night? No. That is amazing. No, um, I followed, it? yeah, I fell, followed that Alison Scott Wright Magic Sleep Fairy um, thing about dream feeds. In fact, I actually went against Alison. Sorry, Alison. <laughs> Alison, um, we love you. I, we really love you. At the beginning, because I just didn't believe her, I was like, I mean, there's just no way. She's eight weeks, you know, she's not going to sleep 17. You must be joking. So I used to give her dream feed, and then she kept waking up in the night. Yeah. And I was suddenly like, oh, okay, I might stop. Alison knows what <gasps> she's doing. <laughs> yeah, she's looked after quite a lot of babies. She probably knows better than me so then I did drop the dream feed and that's what happened there we go um but in terms of waking I think they have to get to about 10 and a half pounds yeah. before they actually don't need a feed in the night I think okay. that's quite important um mm-hmm. so until then don't do any kind of like you know putting them off mm. a feed in the night because they, they need it I think what I think what Georgia is really yeah. good at actually is have being able to I mean correct me if I'm wrong here being able to kind of take a step back um, and look at it in a very objective way yeah so it, it's less of the emotion and more of the um prescription Definitely. does that make does no 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 that, that, that is really good at it yeah um yeah yeah but I am, that's actually. very indicative of your personality because yeah. you are very much like this is what needs to be done this is how I'm going to do it. And that's why you are who you are. Whereas yeah. me, I'm more, oh, <laughs> I'm emotional and so's he. I need to be with him. And I like rush in this sort of scene from some sort of movie. And then my husband's like, what the fuck have you done? I've woken him up. So yeah, we, we no, all need a bit of Georgia in it, our no, lives. Do you know what? Sometimes you've got, you actually have to take a step back because I, me, sleep deprived is a mess. Yep. So it's almost like damage control. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing damage control. Well, well done. Yeah. Um, I think we should just do one more on mental health. Yeah. Um, how did you both overcome the baby blues so interesting um georgia did you have any baby blues i don't know you didn't really. that's fine that's no. fine um but i'm quite, quite, I'm a, quite a prep like i don't know and i'm actually more i felt more like of a roller coaster recently right than i did at the beginning okay um because suddenly now i'm like uh, 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 I'm sort of t- yeah feel I feel quite a lot of pressure there's a lot going on at home we're moving you know just so much um I have felt like I could be sort of not like losing my way a bit but I have had to put some things in place to make myself feel okay yeah so yeah like you know going back to the gym and that kind of stuff that's what helps me and it's almost like a prevention mm-hmm. I think um advice to people that are going through it talk yeah is that what you'd say? Oh, big time. Yeah. Talk, talk, talk and more talk. The minute you stop talking, it all yeah. becomes very internalised and then that's when the real issues start. Yeah. And also knowing that, I mean, Roxy said this, knowing that it will end at yes, some point. exactly. You know, and actually you just need, you need people around you knowing what you're going through because if it already feels like this humongous wave when you become a parent and then suddenly if nobody knows and you're, you're like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, but actually you're dying inside. Yeah, you know, exactly. You, you need some help. You really do need some help. So exactly. yeah, talking it out is a really good idea. I was just actually thinking about last week. So, so I haven't spoken about this at all. So I felt really under it last week. Like obviously Gigi wasn't sleeping. We're moving house. Like there was just so much going on. My husband's away. Like really, really, really bad. And um, I had sort of came to a, a halt almost. And I was just sobbing. And it's really unlike me to be like that. You didn't call me. No, <laughs> who did you talk uh, to about so it? So my husband and my husband phoned my mum and he told her. And I was so cross with him. Why? Because I don't like 
putting extra pressure on people so I didn't want my mum to think that I wasn't coping I mean this is so ridiculous and um and then she phoned me and I was like no no I'm fine I'm fine and we actually spoke and um she was like Georgia like come on like seriously you've got so much on she made me feel so much better but actually my dad sent me the nicest message because I never want to put any more pressure on my mum and dad this is a whole nother subject isn't it I love where this has gone you don't want to put a burden on people but my dad sent me this message and it really, really, he put Pwin, that's what he calls me. When we had you, our life was easy. Mum didn't work and my work was easy too. You're working with two in London, 10 times harder. Proud of you, Pwin, love you. And that—that that is what—that is literally what I needed because I felt like, I, like I said, I felt like I wasn't doing well at anything yeah. and I felt really under it. Um, so yeah, talking. There we go. That's so, and also, so, Quinn. Hey, <laughs> little Quinn, nah, little nah. Quinn, Quinn. I'm going to call you that from <laughs> now on. Well, that, that is it from me. I can't believe I just wrote That is it from me and Quinn for this week. <laughs> Quinn. <but>, um, <laughs> I've absolutely loved today. Uh, me too. Well, it was so great. Um, really hope you've enjoyed Thank it. That you. wraps up today's Q&A. Of course, <laughs> we're going to be back next week with some incredible guests we that we've lined up. Yeah, I cannot wait to tell neither. you who we've got coming on the podcast. But as always, please rate, review and subscribe to Made by Mamas. Please give us a little five-star review. Yeah, and if you want to drop us a message, please don't call me Pwin, um, at Made by Mamas. Please do. <laughs> or um, if you want to chat to Zoe, at Zoe Hardman. Yeah, and um, have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.